Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saints Radio. And we are very happy to be able to greet you in the name of the Lord. And um, we have a very, very powerful team that's assembled here to engage in chit chat and whatnot and all measure of other discussions. And uh, not only is Monica here, but she has brought Scarlet, the prayer dog, who has seen angels already today and has been drinking copious amounts of mommy's coffee from the cup. <laughs> so she may have some words to say for us here in just a little while. But so nice to be able to reach out, and we're hoping in faith believing that you are actually hearing us. So if somebody is hearing us... Olivia Zafus. Hello, Olivia. Is Olivia hearing us? Yes, Olivia. Thank you for, for that message. She's hearing us? She is hearing All us. All the way over in the lovely land of Ricola and Bonbons. Great. Well, we know if Olivia is hearing us, then that means that Florida must be hearing us. And even to the west, uh, Arizona is hearing us. I love her message. She said, I'm on Saints Radio waiting to hear from both of you, love. And then she says, it's working. <laughs> oh, good. It's all, that's, always good. A, that's always a good prophetic word. Yeah. It's yeah. working. Because these days, it's sometimes, good. you know, I live about two minutes literally from the church. And it's just uncanny to me. I mean, we've got strong internet, just like we have here at the church, but it is just uncanny to me, the interruptions that we're experiencing in the in the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many functional things that I'm used to doing at home that I literally have to just take a deep breath and say, Lord, give me patience, because it's continuously interrupted. And I know that a lot of people are working from home, and there's a lot of draw, I guess, in the neighborhood, and, and I understand that. But, like, even at night, like, sometimes I think, well, I'll just wait until 9, 10, which is unusual for me. But since I'm not getting up at 5, well, that's not true. Um, but even still, it's still strained and interrupted. And so, thankfully, we don't put our faith in any of that. But it is nice when it it's actually working. So, thank you, Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh that's a blessing. It is a blessing. Do you have trouble at your house? It goes, it's kind of like, you know, brownouts. Um, at certain times, like at, like around 5 o'clock, it'll brown out. And um, if Katie's trying to talk to one of the students or whatever, it's forget it. And um, I don't, I understand it, but I don't understand it. Um, it's, it's really, it's really strange. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to turn this old tabby heater on. It's cold in Dallas. Yeah, it is. We got another cold front. It's been down in the thirties. Yeah. I'm getting a phone call from Cocoa Beach, Florida. I wonder if that's any of our... Cocoa Beach? Uh-huh. You suppose it's Jeannie? <laughs> she out of the bottle? I don't know. Well, I wonder. It wouldn't be one of our family, would it? They would be texting, knowing you're on the high and holy radio. That's Vicky. Oh, it was Vicky. Wow. Well, let's. You want to see what what's up? No, Vicky? everything's good. She says we hear you. We hear you. Actually, heard you from the very beginning today. Good. So we need to get on it. We need to start. We need to get rolling. We do. We need to get rolling for Vicky's rolling, sake. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> well, um, I will say this. I am so grateful to give thanks to God for the fact that he continues by the power of his blood and by the, um, the, uh, the overwhelming covering, he's protecting all of us. 
he's um, he's sustaining all of us, and we are we are well. I'm grateful to the Lord for that, and um, I'm also very thankful for the way his his presence is so comforting and present. Um, I also know that there have been many different times where you could feel the the enemy's uh, influence trying to permeate what God is uh, is doing but it really it really is a it really is a, a word concerning um, what Daniel prophesied about how you can feel the ebb and flow of the presence of the Lord not no not of the presence of the Lord but of of how he is relating to us um, in the midst of uh, our taking a stand um, God is always with us but it's really strange how when he's with us there are times where you know the enemy's trying to press in and it's at those points that you have to um, exert the measure of being hidden in him you know long many weeks ago um, prophetically you, you spoke Psalm 27 and so every day uh, you know I've continued to um, to declare that but just those first few verses are really powerful but you know David then proceeds to talk about a host that would camp against him and you know when when war rises and he says that during the battle um, his his main confidence is that he's dwelling in the house of Yahweh and um, and then that he would be hidden in the pavilion and you know so the first two verses talk about the presence of God and his light and really the commune of of what your assignment is and then comes warfare and um, your confidence in warfare is found in your being in the house of Yahweh and being able to inquire or plow in his temple and then with that you are hidden in his pavilion which is really the battle the battle tent of generalship so what does that all mean for us well it's all about the plan of God but it really lays in motion where we are where we have to we have to know that we are committed in his presence and in his ways and we have to know that when the enemy either comes against us or we are going forward against the the holdings of the kingdom of of the enemy that our strength there is in his plan in God's plan and that as we are operating according to his plan the the way God hides us is in his strategy and in his commune for strategy and that's that's really what we are and I you know I've said this on so many occasions that our greatest our greatest point of operative deliverance is our commitment to what God's called us to do and um, anyway I'm just launching well I <clears throat> I'm going to say something very similar, actually basically the same thing, just using a little bit different worded verb, uh, wording and um, a different psalm because last night when I was going to bed, I 
you know, I was reflecting and, and I'm really trying to like end my days and begin my days just pressing into the voice of the Lord because there's so much noise. Yesterday I tuned into the president's news briefing and oh my goodness. I mean, for like 30 minutes, I was studying actually and I was listening. I was, I had it on my phone and I, I, you know, several times during the day, it's like the Lord just drew me straight into intercession. Uh, you know, for something that had nothing to do with me. And that's that's an intercessor. You know, I was driving. I had to go downtown yesterday morning. And when I was coming back, I drove by the hospital. And I got just right up to the beginning of the hospital. I think it's on Hall Street before you get to Gaston. And I felt my spirit just go into intercession and just began to just pray for just those that are battling for their lives and for the, the hospital workers and just just that is being in position as an intercessor. But at the same time, there's been a lot of personal affronts. There's been a lot of battle that have come against us as a people, I think very personally, because I think the Lord uses that to hone us and to strengthen us and to really teach us to war. And that's been happening since the beginning of this year. And um, so last night I, I laid down. I went to bed early because I wasn't feeling hundred percent yesterday and I'm fine I'm perfectly fine I am perfectly healthy but everybody has those days where their allergies get them and you know it's just normal life here in Dallas when the weather goes from 80 degrees to 30 degrees in a 24-hour time (laughs) anyway so I laid down and I was just meditating on the Lord and the Lord reminded me about what we've been talking a lot about from Psalm 91 which is very similar to what you were just saying but You know, it starts off, those first couple of passages, speaking about he who abides under the shadow of the Almighty. And and right there, the first two, three verses speaks about the Almighty. It speaks about Shaddai. It speaks about Adonai and Yahweh and Elohim. And, And such a fullness of the dimension of the names of the Lord, but he who abides there. And... And the Lord just reminded me about, that's my part. My part is to abide in him. And then he reminded me about just our study about abiding and about how so much of that is not only carrying the burden with him, but also, um, you know, you just look at John 15. And, and what does it talk about abiding? Okay, we're the branches, he's the vine. Or is he the vine, we're the branches? I always get those two mixed up. I am the vine, you are the branches. I am the vine, you are the branches. But what does he so much stress about abiding is fruitfulness. And and the Lord just began to remind me about how it's my part to stay in that covering. It's my part to stay in that place of abiding. But I need to be fruitful in the midst of it. This time is not just a pause for us just to lean back in our lazy boy and do nothing. It's about pressing into that place where he is drawing us into which truly is going to be our place of of existence from here on out and in that place of abiding we need to be fruitful and so I was asking him so Lord how I know that I'm being fruitful in the things that I'm doing the things that I'm implementing just on your behalf and on behalf of the saints but I started thinking about the fruits of the spirit which we don't really talk about very much But all those fruits, you know, patience and long-suffering and all those things, all of those things I feel like are being worked in me. And and there's so many just scenarios where the enemy just kind of presses those buttons. And and I feel like so many of those things are being honed that my patience is sure, my long-suffering is sure, you know, all of those things are being worked. And um, so... It was just, it was just, and so as we, as we do, as we press in, as we abide under the shadow of him, he will protect us from everything. And, um, but I have a responsibility in that. And my responsibility in that is to press in and remain. And what is abide? I mean, we study this. I mean, abiding is persevering. It's um, enduring. It's so many different, you know, there's so many different um, aspects to abiding, but it truly is just being in him and remaining there, no matter what tempest is going on around us. And then in that place, being fruitful, whatever that, whatever that means in the kingdom. So that, yeah. 
Well, you know, I think I think that's uh, that's a good word for us. Um, you talked about one of the fruits is patience, and you know, we there's a lot of things that um, in this season I'm I can just speak for me. I'm staying very very busy, but it's like I I don't have any. Well, I have some deadlines, but I don't really have any deadlines during the day. Well, we just came off a major seminar and and a major fast, and the production that came through you just through writing two books and a booklet, I guess more like three books at this point, that is labor. I mean, that just the seminar alone, I mean, what, you carried like 13 sessions. I mean, you guys, that is labor. That takes everything... I know what it's like just to produce a book. I mean, it takes it. It's like blood, sweat, and tears, at least for me. Yeah. It may be totally easy for you, but I've, no. I mean, I've been alongside you through this process for many, many years, and I know that, I mean, it does. You have to give everything that you are to that work, and let that spirit flow through you because it's Him that's writing it through you, and um, it, that, it's a process. Yeah. Well, those are kind words. Well, you need a time of rest, and that's really been some of my prayer for you. It's just that you would step into that supernatural rest. But we know rest is not just taking a bunch of naps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still have to be – this is warfare, guys. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, when I was watching the president yesterday, I don't know if anybody saw it, but it was the Holy Spirit that just had me tune it in because I don't watch it every day because I'm just so weary of this discussion but he was basically defending the timeline of the way because of that that article that came out of the New York Times and it just it it absolutely just grieved my soul the way that he had to stand there and defend himself from that persecution i mean just every little thing yeah. every little detail and you know i just think you know i was listening it's exhausting we really do need to pray because not from a political standpoint, but, no. you know, we have to remember that things are being honed for the end times. And, you know, I was listening last night to Bill O'Reilly, and he was talking about how that his sources told him that a few months ago, um, the New York Times editor called in six reporters and said, your assignment is to go after Trump, to find to find things. That you don't even have to have facts, which usually they don't, that you can slam him for his handling of, of this coronavirus. And so, you know, even that misquote that, that CNN had regarding uh, Fauci, which I listened to the interview again. I did too. And he didn't say that. I know. And so we need to pray because, again, I mean, this isn't a political thing. Um, these influences in some corners of the media are, they've already fired at Christians. They've already fired at, at evangelicals. And... What you see happening to what we allow to happen to the leader of the country is going to set the stage for what is going to be permitted in in the country. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We're next if, if, <laughs> if it's not already happening. So um, we need to pray for them. And, you know, and again, my our job... In, in alignment with that is to is to view what God has said about this year and um, and to view what um, what he's wanting to do um, in regard to his mission in this year and so patience is a very real aspect of the apostolic with this because you know our engines are already are, are fired up. We're 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 before the the Lord and the things He's showing in the heavens and what He's doing and what He has said and what He has been teaching. 
we're ready, but it's almost like the goodly horse in battle. It really is. We have to wait until <coughs> our commander says go. And it's timing. Um, uh, I've been doing a lot. Yeah, I've told you this. I've been doing a lot of reading and studying regarding what we're called to do in West Virginia and Ohio and Pennsylvania. And um, uh, I'm, I'm gearing up for, for our nation to be touched, which is what God said he was going to do. And that this, this thing has to be leveled by June so that we can, we can go forth and accomplish this task. But I remember, I remember being up in um, West Virginia, well, no, in Ohio, uh, with Pam Scott and uh, Candace McCoy. And we were at that prophetic marker where Jefferson commissioned the alignment for all of the rest of the continent, basically. And they said that when the marker was first put in, it was in the middle of the Ohio River. And nobody could figure out how that could be because the Ohio is a big river. It flows out. You see all those water from the Allegheny and the Monongahela. You know, so it just goes up north a little bit and then it swings back down into where East Liverpool is. But I was reading about that marker and Jefferson and how he commissioned it before we really even owned that territory and then Lewis and Clark when Lewis came out of Pittsburgh you know he said that the water of the Ohio in so many places was only seven inches deep and he had to go and hire farmers to come with their oxen or their plow horses to pull his keelboat of supplies that had been loaded up in Pittsburgh down that river and I'm reading this, and I'm reading about what they did with the Indians, and I'm reading about, you know, the different flows of the British and the French, and and I'm I'm just I'd stop reading, and I'd pray, and I'd say, Father, this is yours, this is yours. Those prophetic actions made governmentally, this is yours. The agreements that were made, even at that time with some of the Indian tribes that were there. This is yours. And so our intercession is doing a work that God has ordained on behalf of this country. And the enemy can do what he wants. I'm just, to borrow a phrase from, from the past, I'm just, no, I can't say that word because that's illegal on this program. I'm just believing, you know, that what God said he's going to do and he is doing and in his mind it's done. And, and I think that the enemy has, has, allowed, has brought this scourge to try to stop the work of the saints, to try to stop and hinder the times and, and to cause us not to be able to travel. One way or another, this, this work's going to get done. And so we keep praying as if it is, because it is. Isn't that right, Scarlet? Yeah. And um, so in the spirit realm, I agree. These fruits of his spirit are, are manifesting, and it's one of the things God's trying to work in us right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I feel it very deeply. It's just not to respond, not to react. It's so easy to react out of emotion and out of our just our soulish nature. And that's normal. And that's because a lot of this is uncomfortable. I mean, some of it just absolutely breaks my heart. Yeah. Because not only, um, you know, we trust the Lord fully. And I, the Lord spoke to me this morning. I was having conversation over text um, with our Tampa, my, my Tampa sisters. And, um, you know, it, it, the Lord just spoke to me and he said, the latter will be greater. I mean, trust me and, and just know that the latter will be greater than the former. So whatever has had to be canceled, whatever we've had to postpone, whoever that affects, it affects all of us because we're all in this together. But, um, you know, when you've 
had momentum for a number of years, and that momentum in the natural or what seems, and it's not even in the natural, but is hindered, it affects you. I mean, it affects it affects the burden that I carry mm-hmm. for the nations and 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 the people that I love so much that I I'm expecting to see yeah. and to to partner with and to worship with and to you know to do those things fellowship with and just commission. So, but we fully trust the Lord that He is going to. He, none of his words will fall to the ground. He will not reach. None of them will return void. He's going to do everything, and it's going to be greater than we could have ever expected. We just don't know how it's going to be, mm-hmm. but that's okay because he does. But I, I do want to encourage you as intercessors that be led of the Spirit. You know, don't don't base don't base anything on what you see in the natural. Be led of the Spirit. And as the Spirit leads you, pray. Because we need to pray for our leadership of our countries. We need to pray for this virus to completely dissipate. We need to pray for when this this shelter in is lifted across the world, that we all have antibodies to fight it. You know, we need to pray that 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 it's that it's killed. Yeah. That it's over. Right. And that we go forth healthy and whole. And but but you know, I was Saturday morning. I was before the Lord, and the Lord just randomly brought my next door neighbor to my heart and said, "I want you to reach out to them." I'm like, okay. So I sat down and I I sent them a text because he's a doctor, and I had thought that he was a doctor in the emergency room at Presbyterian. So I reached out, I texted them, and I just said, "I just want you to know." I don't even know if they're Christians. But I just want you to know that the Lord puts you on my heart, and I just want you to know that that I'm praying for you and um, just wanted to check on, make sure everybody's okay. They have little small children. Well, he is actually, and I did not know this, a doctor in the pulmonary care um, intensive care unit. So he has been working 24-7 with patients in, in intensive care mm-hmm. who are fighting this disease. And she said, Monica... Thank you so much. She said, this has been so hard for him because for for weeks and weeks and weeks, everything they have been trying to save these people, nothing has been working. But just this last week, she said, they've had breakthrough and, and the things that they're trying, the things that, that, that they're just the things that they're trying are starting to work. And he has just this incredible hope now and things are better. And so... I just give the Lord praise for that Amen. because, um, you know, I know there are some that are on the front lines, but guys, we are too. And we have to remember, we may not be physicians, but we are intercessors. And that is ever just as important or more important in this, in this, um, spiritual battle. So just be sensitive to pray and to encourage and, um, just to partner. Well, I, I agree. Thank you for that insight. That's that's encouraging uh, on a number of fronts. Um, and we do agree that that's a word from the Lord for all of us to be sensitive to what the Spirit says because um, God's going to use that. It's like he's expanding our borders. And, and not that we haven't had the responsibility to pray for our president. We need to pray for the decisions that are made in the timeline. Because like Les said on Sunday morning in Sunday school, it's, you know, the virus does not determine the timeline. The Lord does. And 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 so, and man doesn't determine the, the timeline. The Lord should do that. That's the Lord's. And so, um, yeah, we just, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Well, I think I think a couple things we need to we need to be praying for those in authority. We need to be praying for those on the front lines of the medical community, and we need to be uh, we need to be doing that. But as saints, we also need to be reflecting upon what God is working in us. Yeah. And for me, it's patience because, like you said, um, so much of our battle plan 
that was from the Lord and is from the Lord has been um, momentarily hindered. Momentarily hindered. Um, And um, so we need to recognize what God said and we need to seek him concerning the our confidence in the fulfillment of what he said and for us to be sensitive as to how he is I don't want to say regrouping but what he had in mind all along the enemy has come in one way we need to be positioning ourselves for the fleeing in seven and that's not just waiting that's in his pavilion I mean that's listening to what he says and what he's scripting for us the second thing I think is that he has been totally totally impressing upon us the power of his blood and the covering and the plague passing over we need to (coughs) continually every day Give him thanks for that and rejoice in the fact that this is not just some Bible speak. That's not a good phrase. Religious speak, because it is Bible speak. Religious speak that sounds good, but there's really no teeth to it. This is happening. God is protecting. And and with that, we give thanks. But we also should be gaining confidence for the times that are coming when truly plagues are being visited upon the earth, but God is protecting us. Mm -hmm. That confidence, that musculature of faith is being honed in us right now. So um, that's a a work that God is is doing. So you have his plan um, and you have his provision and his protection that are all being worked right now. And so we need to give him thanks and we need to, to praise him. And you know, I'm I'm sending sensing so many activities in heaven, and I know you are too. I'm not, I'm just giving my perspective. Um, from what he's sharing with me from the scripture that I'm supposed to be putting together to release for our saints. And the things of um, the things that are going on in heaven right now are really mobilized. I mean this this the promises that he has given us from his scripture about what's going on in heaven with paradise and the river of God and the tree of life and and the the place of his wisdom and all of those things are mobilized in a way that now granted what God's showing right now is a line upon line from what we already have seen so just because we're seeing it in a greater dimension now doesn't mean that it hasn't been functioning in this way and God we've just not seen it mm-hmm. but I do believe that there are things that are happening that God is preparing for us to to press into and the promises in scripture are being actualized and and prepared for us to move in so what do we do it's not just knowing it's praying and being ready for these things to to manifest so anyway so let's let's talk a little bit about um what we're going to do tomorrow um this is tuesday so we're talking about wednesday the um what is tomorrow the The 15th. 15th april 15th what a day it's tax day. I don't it's think so anymore. No, anymore. but it used to be tax day. Um, we'll present Wednesday Night Live at some point in the early afternoon. And um, So should it be Wednesday Afternoon Live? Well, yeah. <laughs> Wednesday Morning Live? Well, you know, technically, though, in <laughs> France it's night, so we're still okay. Um, and Switzerland for Olivia. 
and for Belgium. But then we're going to have a Zoom <coughs> for this church and the network uh, at 6 o'clock Dallas time. And for those in Europe, I know that's in the early morning hours. Sat, sar, we're sorry, but we're not recording this. So if by some chance you want to be up at 1 in the morning, just reach out to Monica and she will let you know. But the, the, the onus of this is that we felt that the network needed to be in a solidarity time of prayer and plus, it'll be neat to be able to see everybody on the screen. And so we'll give kind of a, a directive verbally. It'll probably be hinged off of what's shared Wednesday Night Live. But um, And then we'll, we'll end the Zoom time and ask everybody to pray. Now, I don't know whether we're going to ask for words to be submitted we didn't talk about that. I don't think we are. But if there's some amazing word that God gives, and, you know, if you're part of a church, you know, talk to your pastor about it. And if, if they feel that it needs to be submitted for us to consider on behalf of the network, great. But this isn't a fivefold. This is more us standing together as a network and really being in solidarity before the Lord in the spirit realm. So when do you think that Zoom invitation will be sent? Tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon? Or I appreciate you putting it together. I can do it anytime. Well... Since it's you, I don't know when you want to do it. I, I haven't thought about it. I can do it tonight. I can do it in the morning. Okay. So just look for it in your inbox. Yeah. And so for those of you who are newbies, what this will be is an email, and there's a little link there that you click on, provided you have Internet. And you come on and if you come on before six o'clock Dallas time it'll say session has not started but when the session does start you'll be active in it well when you click on the link you'll be put in a waiting room yeah and then yeah and then that waiting room you're accepted into the meeting as you come online yeah it's very simple so, anyway, I know that some of you have never done this before, but that's the way it works. So, um, And like you said on Sunday, we are starting at 6. Yeah. So it's not, you know, I know we've done this for our, our church, and it was, it, was a, it was a nice thing God said to do, but it was more touching base with everybody. How are you doing? You know, it's good to see you. And that was really a nice, refreshing thing. But tomorrow is going to be uh, a launch into prayer. So um, anyway, that's what will happen. But I do think that just from what I'm sensing right now, it's going to be more what is God wanting you to be aware of and how are you to proactively be an intercessor a saint during this time of waiting during this time of of preparing and it's going to be more of us as a network saying father here we are we know you're in control we know we're serving you we simply desire to be fulfilling the plan of Yahweh and to inquire in your temple for what you want to do in plowing forward, and um, so we want to be we want to be ready. We want to be um, doing everything as an intercessor that we need to do right now. And I can tell you what 
that does not involve that does not involve fear that does not involve saying oh woe is me oh god you know please protect us i mean we either believe that the blood of jesus which which i'm giving thanks for every day is covering us that this scourge passes over or we don't so it's not something you need to negotiate every day um any more than you would negotiate whether you're born again by the blood of Jesus every day. Oh God, let me be saved. Oh God, let me be saved. You're either you either trust that or you don't. So, um, so we're not coming together to to say, uh, boy, we're in a peck of trouble, God. We're coming together as sons and a united front to say, Lord, here we are. What do you require of us in this season? How can we best serve you? We are confident in you. What prom- He that has begun a good work in you is faithful to complete it. And we believe that. So it's just more of a here am I, send me kind of a thing. And maybe, maybe that business with um, Isaiah, this is one of the passages. I don't want to preach the message for tomorrow. You know, going back to what Pastor Sparrow spoke about a couple of seminars ago, that that coal from the altar, that 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 identity stone, is touching us. That we remember, this is what we're about. This is this is what God's called us to. And so, anyway, so it's exciting. I'm trying to, to figure out where God wants me to be. And I think I'm going to, I think, I think I'm coming back up here at six and I'm going to connect in the youth room so that anybody that is linking in will see the youth room, which is where we normally pray on Wednesday nights at six. And, um, you know, and the main reason I'm doing it is, of course, we've in the past, we've had our own issues with Internet here, but at least this is business fiber. You're just kind of trying to get us all to miss being here. Well, no, I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I trust the, the the Internet at our house, but I don't want to be sitting up there in a happy place and, you know, you've you've opened the meeting and suddenly I'm not there. <laughs> so, anyway, that's where we are. Uh, anything you want to say about it as I've been rambling on? No, I just... We're excited about this. We do believe that this is what the Lord is saying. And and like I said on Sunday morning, I don't think this is going to be every week through May, but it, it'll be this week. And most likely, everybody underline in your memory, most likely next week. But I don't know. Um, we'll see. Because if you do things too many times, it becomes ho-hum, and then everybody forgets about it, and they don't pay attention, and it doesn't have its luster. So um, I, I think this is, what, this is what the Lord says. Look what Scarlet the Prayer Dog has done there. She's been a busy girl down there on the floor. She's having a happy time. She's made a huge mess. She took a bunch of tissues and shredded them. She's got water bottle lids. And <laughs> my my daughter, Olivia, has a very large dog. He looks kind of like a polar bear, and he's a puppy. But he weighs, he easily weighs 100 pounds. And she, I don't see her without him, for the most part. I mean, he's at my house all the time, Hank, Hankster. And he has this thing where he goes to the, the re because the, the trash can has a lid, but the recycle bag doesn't. And he has this fascination with paper towels. So he'll go, <laughs> first thing he does is he goes to my recycle bag in the kitchen and he finds the first paper towel that he can and he takes it someplace in the house and he shreds it. Mm. And he does that all over the house. <laughs> wow. I know there's worse things that a, a dog could do, but. Yeah, you can always tell when Hank's been there because there's shredded paper towels. So Scarlet looks like, and it's funny because he is giant. Like if he stands up, he's taller than me. Like he puts his hands on my shoulders. He's literally taller than me. 
and she's just this little peanut. And so they get out in the backyard, and they run around, and she, like, runs through his legs. She's faster than he is, of course, but he's a puppy, and, and they play like crazy. It's so funny. And I, she just sold her on, man. She's just like, bark, 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 bark. Well, she thinks she's as big as those She dogs. does, and he's, I think, afraid of her. <laughs> I understand. She's, she's a smart little critter. But she's like a granddaughter. She can do whatever she wants, and I'm just happy. She can you can shred up some more of those if you want. You just go on ahead. Um, oh, that's what happens at when the twins are at my house, you know. Gosh, man. They do whatever they want to do when I'm around. They, are they don't get in trouble. They're getting so big. I just oh my I was goodness. looking at them on Sunday just thinking they're little girls. I mean they're they're not babies anymore. They're I little know, girls. I know. It's sad. They're just getting so grown well, up. Well it's not sad. I just I saw him the other day and I thought, who are these young ladies? It's, it's just wow. Yeah, and you were speaking earlier. We were talking about just the fruits of the spirit and the way God is working these things within each one of us. And and I I, I just feel so compelled to encourage everyone to. And I already said this a couple of times, but I'm going to say it again. To be so sensitive to the Spirit right now. And, you know, we are standing together as righteousness on each other's right and left. That's who we are as the body of Christ. That's who we are as the army of the Lord. That's how we're positioned. And so as the Lord brings, you know, as you pray, as you go throughout your day, be sensitive. If the Lord puts another saint on your heart, pray for them. Reach out to them. Encourage them. Because it's just... That goes so far. It goes so far that for somebody, you know, just to text me and say, hey, the Lord put you on my heart today. I just wanted you to know I'm praying for you and I love you. I don't depend on that, but it's just it's just really, we don't know what everyone's dealing with. You know, we, we've got this scenario throughout, going throughout our world, and for those that are maybe more frail in their health we don't know if there's fear that's there we don't know if there's anxiety you know sunday morning during the transitional time when i got up to do the transition i felt so strongly that the lord wanted us to apply that blood upon every every weakness that we feel you know whether it be fear or anxiety or illness or iniquity you know whatever it is that's causing us to stumble or causing us to feel frail and not strong in him we need to apply the blood to that but also we need to pray for one another and as the spirit would lead us to do that and um so i just want to encourage you to do that you know i think about there's a lot of talk about this quarantine lifting and um which will oh you know when when the gates do open back up and we're able to travel There'll be some of you that'll deal with fear about traveling, about air travel, about about just even stepping outside. I know the enemy's going to bring that strategy. And so, first of all, we just speak against that right now. But if you're dealing with that, reach out. You know, don't 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 succumb to it. Pray through it and know that the Spirit will lift you up through it. But also, if you need help, reach out. You know, I've had several people over the last couple of days, strong, strong, mighty, mighty ones in the Lord, saints that have reached out to me and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. You know, do you have any insight as to what this is? And we just need to be there for one another. Yeah. And and because we are we are one and and not that you don't need to, you know, the Lord's not there and everything. He's your source. I do totally um believe that but i also know that he's bind he's binding us as as we've been scattered i feel he is binding and yoking us like never before unifying us like never before yeah at his throne in ways that we've maybe not um, acknowledged or embraced and i love that I mean, if that was the only thing that happened through this whole pandemic, that would be a glorious thing. So, yeah, what is it? He that waits on the Lord, he that binds himself together. 
What is that passage in Isaiah? He that waits on the Lord shall renew their strength. Renew their strength. Yeah. Mount up with wings. As That's he right. Goes. That's what he's calling us to do. So, and right there before that, he talks about even the young ones will weary and faint. Of course. I mean, these are hard days. These are trying days. The enemy is pulling out all of his shots. But we are, we've got the Lord on, we're on the Lord's side. And, and we have one another. And we're a mighty army, so he will not prevail against us. Well, um, that's a good word. I, I do think that, I, I think back on things that God has said. And from the very beginning of this thing, I felt like the Spirit of the Lord was saying, this is, this is nothing. And it, it's it's going to go away quick. It's going to be gone. And you know, this this has now affected us since like the week before the seminar. Affected us. I'm not talking about Italy or China or any other place. Um, but God is doing a work, and I think this is kind of like. I, I don't want to diminish this because, again, it sounds like we as Christians, we're, we're talking from a saint's perspective here what our mission is. And I feel badly for anybody who has had loss, for anybody who has battled and has, and has uh, God forbid, had uh, in the world who's lost a loved one or, 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 or just a terrible scenario that is has hit them i feel badly for that but from a saint's perspective and what our mission is um we need to view this as as a testing and a training and a proving a proving ground that's a better word a proving ground where the things that are out there we're seeing that our god we're proving him prove me now herewith the bible says and, um, um, you know, Malachi, Malachi 4, that business with the, with the Tetheme, Malachi, where it speaks about, prove me now, here with, <coughs> says the Lord. We're proving him. And, and it's not just from a standpoint of, oh, yeah, God did this. I mean, that proving has to be in you. you you've got to prove the goodness of the Lord in you. And you've got to recognize that it is being done. And, um, you know, for me, I I've, I've felt that God was going to protect us. I have felt that his presence is upon all of the saints. I felt an obligation to be sensitive to what's going on governmentally. I thought, you know, we need to we need to fulfill the law. But I never had any doubt as to the fact that the blood is watching over us. And so you have to you have to really let that be proven in you to where if fear comes, it's met by that confidence. If, if um, words of unrest or criticism or doubt come, you need to prove in yourself the victory of the Lord. And, you know, I was, I was watching a documentary about people who triumph and they were they were one guy was being asked he was a tennis player and he was being asked about who was the better player Agassi or Federer and and this guy said you know what separates people with talent um, from champions is that as the rounds go by and as the sets go by the people who are champions, they don't waver. Talent will waver if you are not absolutely locked in to what it's going to take to win. And 
what usually happens is somebody gets weary or they commit forced errors and talent will not overcome forced errors talent will not overcome um, necessarily talent will give you extra strength but if you are a champion you're going to keep doing what you've trained to do and for you weariness or the vitality of your opponent is not going to take away your commitment to being a champion and I thought that was really true and that's true in baseball that's true in football it's true in a lot of other places and it's certainly true in warfare it's certainly true when you're when you're called to stand and you've done all to stand stand therefore that's what it's talking about so right now if we if we are committed and we start thinking geez this thing's taking a long time or oh I don't know you know you've got to go back to your giftings are not going to save you from that your your uh, your training has to say well God, what has God said? God said it, I believe it. That settles it. Um, yeah, all of my giftings. Yeah, the tetheme. Yeah, the calling. All of that. The promises. Yeah, all of that. But I'm not giving up. If it takes, I'm not going to say time because I'm not prophesying about that. I already feel like I know what, what our first mission is going to be. Um, it's not what I thought from the beginning, but I feel that. But whether that's true or not, I'm standing. God's proven. And that's what makes a champion. So, And I think that's part of <coughs> the apostolic patience. Um, you know, you're going toe-to-toe with the enemy who's come against you one way. And if you start thinking, okay... Maybe God, maybe maybe we've missed it. Maybe da, 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 da. you know, the enemy. You know, here's the deal: the devil believes and trembles. That's what the scripture says. The demons believe this. The angels believe it. The question is, do you believe it? And what's what's our weapon? As you said at the beginning, to abide, to stand, to hold the gap. That's our weapon. That's the greatest warfare tactic. And to know in that, we're the goodly horse in battle. We're hidden in the, in the, in the pavilion of the Lord. And that's, that's what our champion victory is. Amen. So, and I think that's part of what we're doing tomorrow as a network. We're making that stand across the world. And we're saying... I trust that what God says is, is. It's not that it's going to be. It already is. And so, you know, there are things that are frustrating. You know, this, I, I'm not going to bring up a bunch of them, but any of you who have applied for this payroll protection plan, you know, I mean, it's, it's a quagmire. And I'm thinking, we want, if that's an American thing, we want that here at the Father's Church. We want that grant. If they're giving it, we want it. And, you know, so Pelosi and Schumer are blocking the additional aid, and you're getting words from Wells Fargo, who we contracted with for right now. Um, and they're saying, you're still in the list, you know. And, and you, you, patience is tried. But in the midst of it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But we have to put those frustrations aside and say, you know, whatever happens, God's providing. And he is. Mm-hmm. So you just have to learn how to deal. Patience is proving. And um, God is with us. Boy, this chit-chat has just flown by. We're, we're done. It's 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 been an hour. People are probably thinking, yeah, we know it's been an hour. <laughs> so, look for the email tomorrow, and um, we will look forward to praying. <laughs>
together as a network tomorrow. Amen. And and do you know who I don't know anything about this. I know Vicky and Zach were up on Facebook yesterday. That was wonderful. I don't know who's tomorrow. Do you? You are tomorrow. And then do you know who's Friday? I do. Well, you don't have to look. Everybody tune in tomorrow to hear this. What, are you going to have Scarlet the Prayer Dog there with you? Are you going to let her wave to people? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So everybody tune in tomorrow. And if you've not seen uh, the Sparrow Twins, you tune in to see that. It's up there. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Well, God bless all of you. Thanks for joining, joining us. And we are praying for you. It's good to be a saint. It's good to be a saint. We will uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.